Hello, everyone. This is Mark with Speak Brave Podcast. Welcome to the show. Welcome, John. Welcome, 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 loyal listeners and everyone who is enjoying this journey of learning, growing, and inspiration in every podcast episode. Hi, John. Hello, Mark. So good to be with you today on this interesting Monday morning with a lot of clouds. Here we are in the holiday season, and <laughs> the weather's been kind of dark and dreary in recent days. I'm kind yes. of hoping we yeah. see some sunshine and blue skies today, maybe. We will, and I think we are blessed. We are blessed to be alive. We are blessed to have this beautiful, beautiful season. Blessed to be in Florida, too. Well, <laughs> this podcast reaches international audiences, as you know. Yeah, including the space station. Including the space station. And I release this podcast on Fridays. So when people hear this podcast, to them it's Friday. But then the podcast lives on in perpetuity, mm-hmm. and sometimes they listen on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday at night. And sometimes in, you in go other back countries. and you adjust and change the names on the podcast and add additional details <laughs> to it. So do, you I are do. good with reruns. I, I have good reruns. I've been blessed. Thank I've you. I've been John. a little bit lax in my posting of podcasts. I've just had a lot of distractions, but I've got a few on the plate, but we're not here we, to talk about mine. We cannot wait to hear from you, Mark. John. You've got a table full of things right. here, wow. and I'm just really intrigued. What you got going on? Well, thank you. Today, I'd like to share something I've been working on and learning and doing, and I hope this is going to be of interest to you, John, mm-hmm. and to the, listen, to the listeners. Did I ever tell you that there's never a time when you don't have something that's interesting for me to listen to and engage you with? Well, thank you. That's awesome. I really do benefit. Every awesome. time I come here and get with you in these recording sessions, I walk away with more than I had when I arrived. I love it. Absolutely love it. Let's get into the content. Okay. Today, I'd like to discuss and learn and and share the best practices of writing emails. The best practices of... Oh, now but wait a minute. Not what? only, but I have to be very specific. The best practices of writing, creating, and crafting cold emails. Emails that from the to the prospects, to the people you want to connect with, to someone who you do not have an existing relationship with. Oh, like a cold call and a sales contact. Right. So you use information that you don't have because you already don't have that established connection relationship with a person. So you have to use all of your tools, different software, different alerts, and all the things at your disposal so you mm-hmm. can craft a communication sequence in a way that establishes a conversation. And then everything else will fall into place depending on your business structure. So this is really cold calling through email email. outreach. Correct. And I believe cold calling or cold emailing is one one of those engines that drives business growth. Mm -hmm. So whatever the whatever your business is, whether you're in the accounting or accounting software, or you sell engineering software, or you create books, cold email emailing is an art. Mm-hmm. It's an art. It's an a science. It's art. It's a science and it's a craft. It's a kind of marketing too, I would say. Yes, it is marketing. So, would you like to learn more? I would, because this is something I would be interested in learning how to do. Okay. So, I have a lot of information to share. But okay. first of all, let's so set some the... guidelines. When you write an email to someone, what is this? What What is the objective of the email of the cold email? Let's Let's start. What, what The what's objective you? of the cold cold email. email. Yes. You want to guess? 
Well, I, I want your opinion, and then I'll, and I'll share with you what I... I would I think the objective is to introduce yourself. Okay, so introduce yourself. <laughs> I love this. Um, I love this analogy because have you ever heard this marketing analogy when you, when you get introduced to someone? Mm-hmm. Let's say, and you, and you just introduce them at a dinner party. Right. Or the reception or some kind of after-hours event. And let's say you meet a woman. She's attractive. She's mm-hmm. beautiful. She's just, just the person you've been waiting for all your life, right? Okay. Okay. You come up to her and say, hi, I'm John. Or, I just have to inject something in here. Okay, okay. See, no, it's, it's, I, I'm not, I found the woman I'm looking for already. Okay. Yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. You have a beautiful woman and uh, your love story. Is, this is you. Okay. We're talking about Mark. Mark okay. wants to meet a woman. <laughs> no, no, no. Let's talk about somebody else. Okay. So let's say this person, Mike. Comes okay. out, comes now, out, and says, "Okay, okay." There's our he, third party, Mark. Mike, I mean, Mike, 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 Mark, Mike, <laughs> Mike, Mark. Okay, so he comes out uh, and he sees this beautiful woman, and he falls uh-huh. in love. Okay, oh. just go with me, go with me on, on this. One. Okay, just go with me, and he says, "Okay, um, her name is I don't know, whatever, Tatiana, let's say." Okay, and Tatiana. <laughs> <laughs> It's getting worse. I don't believe it. Tatiana? Tatiana. Why is it worse? It's pretty cool. Cool name. Leave it to you to come up with a Tatiana. Tatiana is a beautiful name. Okay, folks. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, Okay, Mike has seen Tatiana. He's fallen in love with her. Mike has fallen in love with Tatiana. And he just comes out and he comes out to her and, you know, he has his beer or he's drinking his hand. He's shaking. He's a little flustered. He say, hi, I'm Mike. You, Tatiana, I like you. Let's get married. Do you see? Do you see the problem here? There's a problem. There. Do you see the problem? There's a disconnect. There disconnect. is no relationship. There. Okay, there's no relationship. That is what it feels for a lot of decision makers uh-huh. when cold emailers and marketers reach out to them because of their inadequacy, because of their lack of preparation, lack of understanding of the sequence of the communication. Okay, now you've got me Does interested that make sense? because how in the world do you <laughs> how in the world do you contact somebody totally cold yes. whose name you found through a source yes. and you're emailing them in right. a box that probably is full of messages all yes. the time and yes. And you're trying to get through the spam folder process, right, right. so that okay. you can actually capture. So, this is interesting. So did I? Did I? Yeah, I you, caught your attention, yeah, right? You it was my Mike attention. and Tatiana. Mm-hmm. We'll get back to them later. Yeah, we'll check up if they have any kids or All grandkids right. and what they're doing. But for now, let's say you got a name mm-hmm. of a person, right? Right. Somehow, which which will find a ways to find a better uh, search technique. Right. The I believe the initial introduction, just like how you said, the initial the initial communication is just to get you introduced. Mm-hmm, right. To say hi, I am John Morrow or I'm Mark Guy. Um, I've seen your profile, let's say on this LinkedIn, or I went to your website. I've seen that you recently done a TEDx talk. I've seen that you've been invited to speak at this uh, management conference, achieve this milestone. I would like to work with you, and I have worked with. And then you just say, uh, I will follow up with you later on. Or you, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I've seen that uh, in uh, some of the LinkedIn messaging that we see sometimes yeah. on the LinkedIn What do profiles. you see? Tell me. I see individuals who say, I'd like to have the opportunity to learn more about you because I think we could work together. I have some ideas that I think we could bring together and we right. could create something. But what, does any of those messages ever stand out to you? Or they uh, all feel kind of like bland, like well, gray? Well, they're sort of like kind gray. of bland because yeah. it's just a general, almost like a scripted 
Yeah, it is scripted, isn't it? Yeah. It's scripted. What can we do to go a little bit step further? I would like to know. Okay. How in the world do you get somebody's attention when there's 150,000 pretenders out there? (laughs) Okay. If you're serious about this, it will take time. Mm -hmm. It will take commitment. It will take homework. There's tools online that you can use. For example, Google Alerts. Mm -hmm. Punch in the name of someone that you're interested to contact. Yes. Somebody who is a decision maker. And then every time that person is mentioned in the news or anywhere on Google yeah. or anywhere else, Google will send you an alert and say, oh, this person has just been mentioned in the news, has just been awarded this award. Oh, or that's some- cool. Yes. So whoever it is that you are trying so, to find so that- and work with, you sign up for Google Alert for well, that particular person. Can I back up? Yes. Okay. That's great if you got a name, but how do you get names? How do you know who to put on Google Alert that you're interested in possibly seeking to develop a relationship with? Okay. I because can, really, I, I mean, I love yes. the idea of Google Alerts because uh-huh. if people are in high-profile positions, the word's going to be out there, and Google has a way of capturing yeah. that information. But it's it's important because what this does, it, can, it, it positions you for long-term success mm-hmm. because we're interested... I am interested, John, yeah. and I want to share this with you. I am interested in compound interest. Yes. I am interested in long-term strategy. Right. I'm I'm interested in return on relationship that I take time to develop over time and being valuable. That's the ROR as opposed to right. the ROI. Right. So Google Alert is good because you'll be the first one to contact this person as soon as it's released. And that is could be a deciding factor for them to work, to listen to your communication further. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Now, how do you find the people? Yeah, how do you find okay. the people? There's many different ways. LinkedIn. LinkedIn yeah, LinkedIn's is, a good place to start. LinkedIn is a great place to start because LinkedIn is the largest database of professionals in the world. How many active users? 300 million? At 400 least. million? They're all over the world, too. Right. So if you can invest into the premium feature from LinkedIn, like Sales Navigator, or for marketers, you will have access to deep search capabilities with LinkedIn. And that's how you can get that person. Now, sometimes you get their email right there or the email is not available. You know who the person is. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. You know who the person is. And because then, you've had an opportunity through the deep search to know about their yeah. background and how it fits with your particular niche. Yeah. But sometimes their email, the work email is not available. Yeah, that is true. Some so, people do not put their emails out there. So what do you do? You find, you put their name and you put it to this tool called hunter.io or kickboxer.io. And it provides you with emails and verifies whether that email still exists. Huh. Yes. Does that make sense? Yeah, but I didn't know those tools were available. Folks, I hope you're writing these things yes, down. Yes, absolutely. You can check whether that is still legitimate email, uh-huh. but hunter.io or other email finding tools that you can invest minimally or get free. That's how you get the email from the LinkedIn, and that's how you can contact the people. But once you contact the people, you have to make sure that you're organized and you create templates. And templates is just a start. You can have a body in the temp, like in a in the email, but I'd like for you to do the introduction and the greeting personalized. That's why. I ask anyone, before you write an email, spend maybe two minutes, three minutes, five minutes for your high-value prospects and find out any significant events in their life or in their business, and you can congratulate on them or just, I think it's an art. You go to their website, 
for example, it's an architect they've been working with. Mm-hmm. So I go to their website. I look at their ribbon cutting ceremony on the on the on this uh, outdoor store that they just um, completed in the last six months. So I say, okay, I've been I've been I watched your email. Excuse me, I have went to your website. I have seen the success you have achieved in the last six months. Congratulations on that ribbon cutting ceremony you did in Deltuna on June twenty third, twenty seventeen, and then you go into and then you and then uh-huh. and then you introduce yourself. So it shows that you've done your work. You're aware of their accomplishments. They see that and say, "Oh, he was aware of my ribbon cutting ceremony." Yes, which has a tendency to be much more attention grabbing than a standard form letter. Approach. Yes, but you still use the template. Well, the template is good because it gives you an organizational thing to work. Correct. But you can put a personal spin. Right. That's the idea. Remember, John, you and I, we are students of business. Well, we're We're also students students of relationship building. Right. And I also also have heard that you have recently reinvigorated Mm -hmm. your drive to invest into your people relationship building skills. Yeah, because there is an energy exchange that takes place there, and you've got to be able to master that. Right. And one of the things that I have heard from you is that you have committed to rereading a book by Dale Carnegie, mm-hmm. How to Win Friends, Friends and Influence, Influence People. Yes. That's one of the tenets of, you know, Dale Carnegie was described as self-help messiah. I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't call him messiah, but here's what I will yeah. say. Yeah. There are books which are written which are are contemporary and relevant to a specific time frame. And then there are the books that are written, which are timeless. Timeless. And Dale that, Carnegie's writings are timeless. Why because, is it timeless, you think? Because the principles have to do with life as we live it in front of our fellow man. And those tenets have not really changed. They These, have not changed because the human nature did not change. Exactly. We're still in need of building relationships yes. And being an influential individual through mm-hmm. winning over people, when you know people to us. Right. And his tools so, are timeless because they still work effectively even today, although the book in and of itself is at least a half century old. Yeah. So I, you and I, we both get emails all the time, right? Uh-huh, we sure do. A lot of time I get emails from, uh, sometimes it's from Facebook Messenger, sometimes it's on LinkedIn, sometimes it's a direct email where somebody is asking for my help. Yeah. When somebody is asking for you, my help, and a lot of times it's very abrupt and it's very dry or it's very, um, what I don't see is I don't see that the person has invested just a little bit to offer something from them. Not just say, oh, I will help you in the future on something in collaboration, but rather say, okay, I have seen you done this video. I have seen you done this podcast. I have seen you doing this speech. I can be part of your network. I can be part of your review team. I can be part of your social media following. Offer something before they even ask. Mm-hmm. And then ask for something in return. Does that make sense? It makes complete sense because you're invested in yes. that individual. Absolutely. So as, as, a profession, as a professional person, I believe uh, it's not really about you. It's about the solution that you bring to the problem that the, mm-hmm. your prospect is and having. And people want you to solve a problem for them. Right. There's a pain point somewhere, and you want to try to help them with it. Absolutely. That. Does that make sense? It makes sense. So going back to Dale Carnegie, he said, you get more people interested 
by being genuinely interested in them exactly in in two minutes or is that two weeks by by rather than trying to sell something to them in two months well nothing's going to win you a friend over quicker than you yeah. coming to them and saying i want to know more about you right so like the conversation i had this morning with the owner of the coffee shop I didn't want to talk about what I was doing. I wanted to talk about his, what he's doing. I right. wanted to know about his, his what he has invested in his business and how he sees his business and where he sees him at in that business and what are some of the things that he's up against in keeping that business viable because right. it is his source of right. income. Right. One thing that I want to, um, and I'm glad that you brought this up uh, because you established in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Now, as one of our tools as business owners and people of influence, email, email, messenger, and any other applications, right? What I have seen and what I have heard, do you get this email saying, okay, I'm just checking in with you. I really don't want to sell you anything. I don't have nothing to sell. I don't have nothing to offer. But all I am doing right now is just checking in with you. I get those from time to time. How do you feel about those? I need a quick gut reaction. Um, I'm always intrigued because checking in. Okay, checking in. All right. What I'd like to offer to this conversation is don't send those. If you take the time to send something to someone, don't just check in. I am sending you because I'm providing value every time I'm, I do a touch point. Okay, with you. so that's an important point there. This is don't not just a, send this me is check a, in. This is not a touch base. Yes. This is actually, hey, I have something for you. I think you'd be interested. Absolutely. Uh, hey, I want to work with you. Yeah, I want to work with you because I have helped previous customers in a similar position with this results, and I and I and I can help you as well. I think I can help you with that mm-hmm. as well. I want to invite you to the possibility, because your tone in your voice, excuse me, in your emails have to reflect your personality. If you've been authentic to yourself and you know this is works, you have to make sure that the tone in the writing in email reflects who you are. Right. But I want to caution everyone, don't just send emails of checking in. Offer value every time or ask for the action. Keep ask. a key point there. Key point. Does it, I, do, you, do you agree with that? I agree with you completely because it just makes sense. Always give them something that's going to at least potentially whet their appetite. Absolutely. Let's, let's do another one. Um, let's say you contact somebody for the first time. Mm-hmm. For the first time. And you have done your homework. You yes. say you've done the Google alert. You finally got some piece of news. You went to their website. You have followed them on social media. You have seen what they have posted on LinkedIn, on Twitter, on Instagram, possibly, Mm -hmm. or any other. And you can now have a conversation piece. Because that is, if nobody introduced you, you can refer to what they did. And you can comment on that story. You can comment on that photo. So and that's your break in. And the other thing I want you to... That that has worked on me because some of the people that have reached out to me have reached out to me because they have taken the time to examine the content of my communications. Absolutely. And that includes my podcast yes. and my videos and not just my Facebook posts. And actually, some of and the collaborative works. relationships that have developed through this niche that I am in have come as a direct result of people taking the time to look closer at me. Look closer, taking the time. And that, that resonated with you, didn't it? It did very because much it because sincere. it showed they cared enough to, to do more than just give it a fleeting glance. Yeah. And I believe everyone has their own theory and marketing strategy that works for them. Mm-hmm. Somebody has 
ability to send thousands of emails from reliable servers that get to the inbox on that junk mail. Mm -hmm. And it's very generic. It's very simple. It's very cut and dry. Yeah. And it works for them. For me personally, I like to invest just a little bit of time into the deeper relationship over time. I like to plant the seeds of That's trust. That's what I would want to do right. because I'm not interested in creating a stockpile of potentials. I'm looking for real relationship opportunities Absolutely. that have value that I can bring to them. Right. And they also, let's be honest, uh, they have the potential to bring value to me right. because of their associations. What I'd like to offer, since we're on this social media um, database, identify a number of individuals mm -hmm. that you want to work with, right. 5, 10, 15, 20. And spend 15 to 20 minutes, maybe an hour, every week, just following their social um, posts and you, comment on that. May I ask you a question for the, for the listener out right, there who is right, right, right. listening to what you're saying? And I'm going to ask it for myself, too. Sure. I've been involved now on LinkedIn for about three years. And I have made some interesting contacts and have developed some relationships. And I've tried to be faithful on LinkedIn with acknowledging... Uh, job anniversaries, birthdays, uh, job changes and accomplishments, because there is, of course, an information page on the LinkedIn site, the free site. But you mentioned LinkedIn Premium, which allows you to do a much deeper investigation into the profiles of the individuals, the fields of profession that they're in, and find those influence makers who also are in businesses where you feel your message can make a significant impact. Absolutely. For the person who is sitting here listening to this right now on uh, SoundCloud or listening to it in the iTunes store or watching it here on video, as a matter of fact, would I'm not asking you to do an advertisement for LinkedIn, but for someone like, you know, who's trying to invest wisely, what is the cost of a LinkedIn premium service for an individual that gives them that greater degree of depth into the world of professional difference okay. makers? Excellent question, John. Let me be as frank and honest as I can. LinkedIn will give you results. If you can find people in your, in your niche that can solve a, problem that, solve a problem for them that you offer, and if you do this on a consistent basis, contact 10 people a week, 10 people... A month. No, it's probably too much. Maybe 20, 25 people a month, 10 people a week, whatever one you like. And you invest in a LinkedIn premium. It starts, I think it's $20. $20 and then it's different tiers of what you can do. Now, are these Up to monthly costs? Yes. Okay. Correct. If you cannot get a return investment from your premium investment on LinkedIn, where you contact 10 people a week with tailored messages that is focused that is resolves mm -hmm. their solves their problem yeah. i think you just just close down your linkedin and never log in again because that's no return on investment if you are truly committed to finding and finding people on linkedin and answering their problem uh, um, solving their problem problem and how do you find or them? Or at least showing that you're aware of the fact that you, you can help them. You identify them through LinkedIn, but then you can contact them through other social media, mm -hmm. through Twitter. You find their email through the email finding tool, and you follow up. 
and you follow up and you follow up. Because the, the more you follow up, the better your chances of engaging with them for a paid job, for something that you offer. And I do a lot of follow up. I don't do a lot of follow up, but I do follow up that I can handle. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does because everything is about baby steps. Right. But I like the fact that you went back to something, or I'm going back to something you said, commitment. Commitment the, is the only thing because if you... Without commitment, you're never really going to accomplish anything. Yeah. You can blame it on anybody you want to. You can blame it on LinkedIn if you want to. But the truth of the matter is, if you're going to invest your dollars, you also need to invest yourself. Invest yourself. And investing yourself, you are doing the work necessary yeah. to put you out there. Everything is about what you put into it as to your personal capital. It isn't just about dollars. Dollars in and of themselves don't always, in most cases, they don't translate into results. What translates into results is applying you as the principal asset in the investment. Right, absolutely. And that translates. Absolutely. And one of the things that can help you get started is that you can write an email sequence. So this is your introduction email. Then this is your follow-up email. Then this is your follow-up email. Now, how does somebody find this? Uh, I mean, are there are there templates out yes, there? Yes, there there's, there's just uh, type in on Google the template emails for template cold emails. And template cold emails. Good there, point. There's quite a few marketing agencies who specialize writing templates, and they give them away for free. One of them is artofemail.com. Mm-hmm. You can you can go there and check it out, and that will provide you with templates that you can copy and modify it for your business. Because you have to have a sequence. Um, I have seen too. Um, how do I say this? You know that one of the group, one of the organizations that I am involved with, as far as my personal development is concerned, is Life Leadership. Mm-hmm. And in Life Leadership, they do have a section on email marketing where they have created a series of templates that are customized specific to the financial fitness market. This is the market to people who are struggling with economic issues in their personal and in their business life and they're drowning in debt and they're looking for a means to get out of debt and this is a way to present the financial tools that they have available, which do come at a cost, mm-hmm. the mechanism for making uh, an income and creating a customer base. Mm-hmm. So there are companies that do provide you with that kind of marketing, but for individuals that are self-starters, people like you and me, for example, who are building a niche in our communications persona. Now, let me back it up for a second here because I think this is important and I don't want to infringe on your time because we're beginning to run out of it. One should not, would it be safe to say that one should not go into investing into cold emails until one has a clearly identified direction in their niche that Absolutely. they want to offer for the pain point? Absolutely. Cold email or the, this email strategy will work once you have a product. And you have to have that product clearly defined so you know what the content is. Yeah. Because if they express an interest, you've got to be able to point them to or send to them or show them the content of what you're offering. Is that right? That's correct. And I like the pivot in this discussion and you bring this insight because I believe a lot of business 
people, and I have done this myself, is that we talk our way out of the sale. That's absolutely true, and we I've been talk, guilty of that on more than a few occasions. We talk our way out of the sale. We do. Why does that happen? That happens, I think, because of an experience. And also because of failing to see what this customer truly wants. I have been approached when people were ready to buy my service as a coach. And what did I do? You so talked. You, I talked myself you out talk of You talked too much. I talked them out of the sale. Mm-hmm. I have learned this, John. I have learned this, John, that it's a balance. It's a balance of answering their needs and make sure that you are providing them enough information so they can continue the conversation and work with you. Right. So I believe everyone has to, you have to look at yourself honestly and understand, okay, why did not, why did not I close this sale? Why did not I let this prospect go? Can I reach out to them? Can I reach out to them? Hey, I haven't heard from you in six months. We had a conversation at one point where you were interested to purchase this. I want to see where we are and what's the next steps. Boom. Just wait. Because that way you put it you you take it out of your subconscious where it's bothering you and you get a resolution. Does that make sense? It makes sense, but it's a practice that has to be worked on. It has to practice and you have to do it. And there's no need to be afraid or be ashamed to follow mm-hmm. up. Right. Um, I believe in following up that provides value. I believe in following up that provides, builds relationships. What I wanted to do in this podcast is that have a system. Invest your time to make sure that your messages are tailored and custom. And then leverage the system. Leverage, leverage the system and scale. Some other resources I'd like to offer to you is this website I found, Crystal Knows. You put in the name of the person and it provides you snapshots or what they have done or what they're doing. So you can actually reference the projects and it and it's pretty accurate. It's amazing the homework that you've done on this research and everything. Are we going to be visiting this subject again? We can because I love the topic. I love the communication because I do too. I like it too because it is an important component I think in any marketing concept when right. you're working as an individual. Right. I love this concept because in cold emails that's how you start the relationships mm-hmm. and the rest is up to you. Whether you'll be successful or not depends on the system that you have built prior to sending the cold email. Right. If your system has holes or uh, inefficiencies, your cold marking emails will give you no results. Exactly. It's like having holes in a bucket. Exactly correct. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I certainly did. And mm-hmm. I, I did there too. was value in it and just something to think about. We don't think about cold emails a lot. Let's revisit it. I'd we like, to go, that I'd like to go deeper if we could. I know you've got a lot of great information here and you haven't only, uh, only scratched the surface, but let's right. do this again. Absolutely. I really like it. Thank you, John, for joining me at Speak Brave Podcast. It's always a pleasure to have you here Thank you. and inject your thoughts and, and humor and your insight. Thank you, everyone, for listening. My friends out there in the International Space Station, all over the world, I appreciate your continued support. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for your comments. I have seen some comments as well, which some are positive and some are less positive, but also moments of growth. Mm -hmm. Thank you for taking the time. See you next week. And don't forget to speak brave.